48K News. Good afternoon, it's one o'clock, I'm Todd Harding. The headlines, a school in Tunmun suspends primary five and six classes for a fortnight over an outbreak of hand, foot and mouth disease. A butcher gets life in prison for the brutal murder of his ex-wife's aunt and President Trump fires the US Attorney General Jeff Sessions. A Tunmun primary school has suspended classes for two weeks for primary five and six students following an outbreak of hand, foot and mouth disease. One student is in a critical condition in hospital. Here's Janice Wong. Students at the Po Leung Cook Fong Wong Kam Chun Primary School had their temperatures checked and hands disinfected before entering. This comes at the start of a two-week suspension of classes for primary five and six students after nine boys were infected with hand, foot and mouth disease. Eight are in a stable condition, but one 11-year-old is critically ill in hospital. While the health department recommended the partial suspension, some parents believe all students should be kept away from school, as some classrooms for younger pupils are on the same floor as primary five and six classrooms. According to a school notice, the disease has mainly been spreading through its track and field team. It's cancelled all competition and training involving primary three to six students during the suspension period. A butcher has been jailed for life for the murder of his ex-wife's aunt in what the judge described as a chilling case. Here's Damon Pang. In handing down a sentence, High Court Judge Patrick Lee described it as a ruthless and calculated crime, saying the defendant's lies were repulsive and an affront to public morals. Even though the victim's body was never found, the jury yesterday convicted 52-year-old Ngan Weng Chao of murder and unlawful burial. The victim, Chan Sawa, who was 62, went missing two years ago. CCTV footage showed her entering the defendant's home in Cham Shui Po, where detectives found pools of blood of the woman. A commission of inquiry into alleged substandard work at the MTR's Hong Hum station has heard that an allegation of corruption on the project is a fabrication. Tom McAlinden reports. Malcolm Plummer, the project director of main contractor Leighton, was testifying via a video link from Australia. He's the first senior executive from Leighton to give an account since allegations surfaced earlier this year that steel bars have been cut short at a Hong Kong station platform. The council for Leighton asked Mr Plummer to respond to allegations made by Jason Poon, the managing director of subcontractor China Technology. Mr Poon had told the inquiry that during a meeting with Mr Plummer, they talked about corruption being widespread and that Mr Plummer had felt the same way. But Mr Plummer told the inquiry that this was completely false. He told Commission Chairman Justice Michael Hartman that various statements by Mr Poon on corruption were a complete fabrication and nothing like that had ever occurred. He went on to say that no corruption was evident and he couldn't see how it could take place. The counsel for the Commission also showed Mr Plummer a non-conformance report on defective steel bars issued by him in 2015 to the NTR Corporation and Fangsheng Construction, which carried out bar bending and fixing work. But Mr Plummer said he couldn't recall seeing the report and told the inquiry that he was only made aware of any bar cutting this year. The US Attorney General Jeff Sessions has been fired by President Trump. He'd been the target of constant criticism from Mr Trump for recusing himself from Robert Mueller's inquiry into Russian interference in the 2016 election. The BBC's Chris Butler reports from Washington. Jeff Sessions had been one of the first Republican senators to stand up and publicly support Donald Trump's bid for the presidency, and he was rewarded by being given one of the administration's most influential positions. But it was a decision that Mr Trump later very publicly regretted. 
The President made no attempt to hide his fury and frustration when Mr Sessions recused himself from having responsibility for the ongoing special counsel investigation into allegations of Russian interference and potential collusion in the 2016 election. The new acting Attorney General is Jeff Sessions' former Chief of Staff, Matthew Whitaker. He has been a critic of the ongoing Russia probe and suggested that limits should be placed on what the special counsel Robert Mueller is allowed to investigate. As we just heard, President Trump said Mr Sessions would be temporarily replaced by his chief of staff, Matthew Whitaker, a Trump loyalist who's previously criticised the Russia inquiry. This has raised concerns from politicians of both parties. The Senate Minority Leader, Chuck Schumer, was among many Democrats calling for Mr Whitaker to recuse himself from overseeing the investigation. I'd say this, protecting Mueller and his investigation It would create a constitutional crisis if this were a prelude to ending or greatly limiting the Mueller investigation. And I hope President Trump and those he listens to will refrain from that. The Republican Senator Lamar Alexander said no candidate for the post of Attorney General who wanted to stop the Russia inquiry would be confirmed by the Senate. Earlier in his first public remarks since the Democrats won control of the House of Representatives in yesterday's midterm elections, President Trump said he'd like to see bipartisanship and unity. But as the news conference continued, he clashed with reporters. On the Russia investigation, are you concerned that... That you may have I'm not concerned about anything with you the may Russian investigation because it's a hoax. Are you, That's enough. Put down the mic. Mr. President, are you worried about indictments coming down in this investigation? Mr. President. I'll tell you what, CNN should be ashamed of itself having you working for them. You are a rude, terrible person. You shouldn't be working for CNN. The CNN journalist Jim Acosta, who was described by President Trump as a rude, terrible person at that press conference, has had his press pass to the White House withdrawn. The president's spokeswoman, Sarah Sanders, said Mr Acosta had placed his hands on a young woman trying to do her job as a White House intern. Television footage showed the intern attempting to grab the microphone from Mr Acosta. CNN said the press secretary had made a fraudulent accusation. On Twitter, Mr. Acosta posted a recording of the moment he was stopped from entering the White House grounds. Why do you mind? I mean, it's... I was just told to do it. Okay, well, I I have every right to report this. Uh, This is Jim Acosta. I am in front of the White House. Uh, Secret Service officer is asking for my hard pass. Uh, Obviously, no hard feelings to the officer, uh, but I am now giving my hard pass to the Secret Service. Following the Democrats' gains in yesterday's midterm elections, the leading Democrat in the House of Representatives and the likely new Speaker, Nancy Pelosi, has warned President Trump her party won't abandon its duty to oversee the executive. The American people have put, want to put an end to unchecked GOP control of Washington, restoring again the checks and balances envisioned by our founders. That's a responsibility we have when we take that oath to protect and defend the Constitution. To other news, the whereabouts are unclear of the Pakistani Christian woman, Azia Bibi, who was recently acquitted of blasphemy charges by the country's Supreme Court and released from jail. Some reports say she boarded a plane at an airbase in the city of Rawalpindi. But a spokesman for the Pakistani Prime Minister, Imran Khan, denied she left the country. Azia Bibi spent eight years on death row before the Supreme Court overturned her death sentence last week. Michael Kugelman is a leading specialist on Pakistan. 
the Pakistani government has stared down the religious hardliners that took to the streets last week, essentially saying that she never should have been acquitted and that she should be executed. Uh, so I think this is really a big deal. It's very risky, though. Uh, and I think that, uh, you know, the next few hours could be really significant and very volatile in Pakistan, given that, uh, you know, those same uh, religious protesters that took to the streets last week could return to the streets now that not only has she been, been acquitted, but uh, according to these reports, she has indeed now left the country. British and French experts are warning that vital intelligence sharing between the two countries could be seriously undermined after Brexit, unless a formal framework is set up to mitigate the risks. Here's the BBC's Frank Gardner. Cybersecurity, counter-terrorism cooperation and cross-border intelligence sharing between Britain and France have never been so vital nor so vulnerable, according to a high-level Anglo-French task force. The group is warning that all this cooperation could be at risk after Britain leaves the European Union. It wants to see a more structured partnership in joint police operations and counter-terrorism. Researchers have identified the earliest known painting of an animal. It was discovered on the island of Borneo and is at least 40,000 years old. Here's the BBC's Paul Rincon. Deep in a remote cave nestled in the rainforest of Borneo is a faint reddish drawing of an animal. It was painted using iron oxide pigment and could be a type of wild cow that still lives in the area today. Scientists now say this ancient doodle is the earliest known example of figurative painting, where real objects are depicted rather than abstract shapes. The cave where it was found is covered in other ancient art, including hand stencils and a human figure. The discovery also sheds light on how art evolved, showing that figurative art appeared in Asia at around the same time as similar cave paintings found in Europe. To business news, China's exports have expanded faster than expected, suggesting exporters are bringing orders forward ahead of possible higher U.S. tariffs in January. Exports grew 15.6% in October from a year ago, after a 14.5% rise in September. Growth in imports also quickened and faster than expected, rising 21.4% in October following a gain of 14.3% the previous month. That left the country with a trade surplus of 34 billion US dollars for October. The country's trade surplus with the US is in focus after hitting a record last month. Accounting firm Deloitte forecasts that the government could log a budget deficit of $23.8 billion this year. This comes in sharp contrast to the $46.6 billion in surplus that the financial secretary Paul Chan predicted in his last budget in February and would be the city's first budget deficit since 2004. Deloitte says falling income from stamp duties and land sales won't be able to make up the increase in government expenditure. But a tax partner from the firm, Sarah Chan, explains that the government has been making investments to boost the economy. They are trying to more is to restructure the Hong Kong economy with the different industries. So this is something that they need to do. And it has been a lot of voices as well from the community, also from the people in Hong Kong saying that we cannot rely too much on just land premium on the stock market. If you talk about the deficit, this is what we expect. Because this is very normal when the government is spending money, is investing in something. You expect the return may not be that quick. So maybe two, three years from now, then we will see. 
Local and regional markets have rallied across the board, taking their cue from a post-election rally on Wall Street overnight. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 26,390. That's 249 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at $54 billion. To currencies, the US dollar is trading at 113.71 yen, the euro is standing at 1 US dollar and 14 cents, and the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 27 cents. And now with the sports news, here's Adam Cheung. First to football's European Champions League. The holders Real Madrid have won their first game under new coach Santiago Solari. They were 5-0 winners at Victoria Pilsen. Karim Benzema scored twice, including his 200th for the club. Real lead Group G on goal difference over Roma, who beat CSKA Moscow 2-1. Elsewhere, a late own goal gave Manchester United a dramatic win at Juventus. Into the six-yard box, it's deflected in! Manchester United have scored a second goal! The ball is in the back of the Juventus net, and Manchester United are winning here by two goals to one. Cristiano Ronaldo opened scoring against his former club. Juan Mata replied for United with a free kick four minutes from time. Before that, own goal gave the visitors all three points. United remained top of Group H, two points ahead of United. In Group F, Gabriel Jesus scored a hat-trick as Manchester City hammered Shatter Donetsk 6-0. Bayern Munich beat AEK Athens 2-0 in Group E. City and Bayern are in control of their respective groups, though neither have progressed just yet. Hong Kong coach Gary White says Hong Kong fans are more knowledgeable about the sport of football than fans from Taiwan. White took over the SAR team in September after a successful two-year spell as coach of Chinese Taipei. He will go up against his former team on Sunday in the opening match of the East Asian Football Championship second round. White believes the Hong Kong team can only benefit from the city's football tradition. The massive difference is the fact that there's a professional mentality here in Hong Kong. It has been for years. There's tradition here. I think that's the biggest thing. And it's a football country. Uh, whereas, you know, Taiwan is, football's probably third sport in, in, in the list of, of interest. Um, so I think that's the two biggest things. And I think the fans and the people in Hong Kong, they, they know football. They understand football at a much higher level um, because they've had football here a, long, a lot longer. They've had bigger, stronger uh, visiting teams coming here for many, many years. There's been success in the, in the history. So I think that's, that's the two biggest things is that it's, you know, Hong Kong, you really can't say is a developing football country because it's, it's had football here a long, long time. Now, has it met its potential? No. Um, and that's, that's, that's obviously my job to come in and push it forward. To the NBA, where Hassan Whiteside had a monstrous game for the Miami Heat in their 95-88 victory over the San Antonio Spurs. The center had 29 points, 20 rebounds, and an NBA season-high 9 block shots. The Spurs shot just 33%, their lowest in a regular season game since 2008. And as you look at sports... Thanks, Adam. To end the news, our top story again. A primary school in Tunmun suspends primary five and six classes for a fortnight over an outbreak of hand, foot and mouth disease. And that's the news from RTHK. Just seen the sun for the first time. You made my life bright cause you shine. It's me and you, baby, it's our time. I'm living my dream, girl, cause you mine. 
I was getting down the street and singing love songs off I to keep. I didn't smoke none, but I feel so high, and I know why. It's a love thing, it's got to be. Your heart's on lock, and I got to keep. It feels like a chance for a lot to be. Cause I got my girl, and she got me. You my new obsession, all I want to do. You my new obsession, girl. I'm here on top of the world. Oh, the world. 